This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of central New York. Recently, I had a conversation with a grandmother who was trying to teach her two grandchildren, a little girl of seven and a little boy of five, how to pray. They were intrigued as they saw her praying the rosary and wanted to know all about it. And so she told them what she was doing, that she was talking to God and and that she was praying for different people and different things. And they wanted very much to understand that. And then she saw them imitating her and praying very much every day for a couple of days. And then the little ones came to her and said, well, when does this God answer our prayers? And my, and my, the grandmother said, asked them, well, what were you praying for? And the little girl said, well, I was praying to be a Disney princess. And the little boy said, I was praying to be a millionaire. Maybe those are two noble things to pray for, but that was kind of missing the point of what the grandmother was trying to teach them. And so she had to explain that God is not like Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny, where we hope for different things at Christmas or candy at Easter, and magically to little ones they seem to appear. And she was saying to them, God is greater than Santa Claus, and he is greater than the Easter Bunny. And when you pray to him, you're actually praying more for yourself than you are actually praying for the thing you're praying for, the person you're praying for. You're praying to have a deeper faith and trust in the Lord. You're praying that your faith and trust means that he is with us and he's with me and you and he's with the person you're praying for and the intention you are praying for. And when we pray, that's all we can do is pray and leave the rest in the hands of God. Now, as human beings, we don't particularly like that. We like to see results of our prayer. But that certainly wasn't the experience of the house of Israel, who had prayed for centuries and many generations for a savior And yet God, in his wisdom, allows Jesus, his son, to break into time at one particular moment. We, too, of course, pray for peace in our world. We pray for maybe a cure for someone's illness. Or maybe we're praying because we have the intention that we need a new job or we need a job. And we think, when is God going to answer my prayer? We don't know the time or the hour, 
but we do know that he answers all prayer. We also know that he gives us what we truly need, not necessarily what we want. And that's a hard thing for us, too, to realize that that is how God acts in our life. We look at today's gospel, and we are wondering maybe, well, what does it mean? Why does Matthew include this passage about where two or three are gathered in his name? He's truly there. He is always present. He's present in every Eucharist. He's present when we gather his family or friends to pray. He's with us when we are visiting the sick and we are praying for them and ask them to pray with us. He is in all of those situations as well as when we are by ourselves united with the church because really when we pray, we're never truly alone. What the passage today is concerned about mostly is seeing how God acts and calls us to forgive one another in the church. Interestingly enough, the word church is only used in this context, in all four Gospels. It does not appear anyplace else. Matthew puts back into the reality of this reading, of this time frame, he puts in the fact that his community is struggling. How do I forgive one another? How do we make sure that people understand the true teaching of the church? How can I be reconciled when there's been an argument? And Matthew is recalling the words of Jesus, but he's substituting the word church probably for community or probably for synagogue. And he's reminding the people that we do our very best to be reconciled one to another. And we also rely on the fact that not only to Peter has he given the keys of the kingdom, but to the entire church of which Peter and the teaching office of the church, the magisterium, calls us to see the wisdom of what the church teaches. Finally, in the gospel today, we are reminded that we as church are gathered together where two or three are gathered in Christ's name. And we need to remember that our faith must be deepened, our trust in Almighty God every day. God doesn't test us. Life tests us. God desires us to know his will and to follow it. When he answers our prayer and how he answers it is not for us to judge especially in the, in the manner of when people's families are divided or we're praying for a loved one who no longer has the faith. And I've met many people who are very discouraged. I pray for the conversion of this one or that one every day, but I don't think God is hearing my prayer. Yes, he hears all our prayers and he answers them. We just may not see how God is operating in the way that he does in other people's lives. We really don't know the heart of the other. What we do know 
is that God never gives up on any of us. He never surrenders us to ourselves. He is giving us constantly the grace to know him and to love him, and to be united and to be at peace. Let us never forget that. Let us continue to pray for a deepening of our own faith and our trust when we come to pray to Almighty God. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org.